0: Hi, Timmy Whispers here from Give Me the Hot Sauce podcast. The two-way V4 features groundbreaking use of fuel cell technology with fresh foam, creating the ultimate combination of rebound and cushioning. Fuel cell gives you the ultimate energy return, ensuring every step feels explosive and dynamic. Fresh foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort for the entire game. The upper construction features a lightweight textile that reduces weight while remaining supportive and breathable. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way at NewBalance.com. Hey, it's Timmy Whispers from Stacey King's Give Me the Hot Sauce podcast. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track, all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, three-year, 30,000-mile complimentary maintenance, and America's best warranty. Ensure you can take on any adventure. I'm planning on going river rafting this weekend, and I'm ready to head out on the trails with all-wheel drive. Learn more more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. America's best warranty claim based on total package of warranty programs. See dealer for limited warranty details. Complementary maintenance included Hyundai approved oil and oil filter change, except for electric vehicles and fuel cell electric vehicles, plus tire rotation and normal factory schedule maintenance intervals for three years or 36,000 miles, whichever comes first. More frequent maintenance due to severe driving conditions or conditions is excluded. Offer valid only for new 2020 or 2024 Hyundai models purchased or leased on or after February 1st, 2020. See your Hyundai dealer for further details and limitations.
1: Yes, indeed. It is time for a brand new episode of the Give Me the Hot Sauce podcast. If you're keeping score at home, this is episode 110. We want to welcome all the folks who are watching live on YouTube. We always enjoy the chat. Sometimes we don't get to the comments, but we're snickering about them, uh, reading some of the crazy Mm -hmm. stuff. These guys are fighting back and forth, talking about their high school uh, glory days and stuff. It's crazy. It's it's over, guys. Let it go. Yeah, let it just go. let it go. Don't, don't be that guy walking around with your high school letterman's
2: jacket on when you're 50 years old. Yeah.
1: let it go. Talking about a sophomore baseball yeah. game, you know. It's remember like-
2: when I remember on the on the freshman B
1: team, <laughs> I I got a home run. Okay, owed you yeah yeah. Let it go. Hey, last week, we uh, we teased a special announcement coming up, and uh, unfortunately, our news has already been broken on other outlets, but it's still an important occasion to yes. celebrate. We are going, taking this show to a new level. We have partnered with Odyssey and 2400 Sports. They are the biggest audio content distributor in America, and they are now going to feature Stacey King's Gimme the Hot Sauce podcast on all their platforms, locally, uh six seventy the score. Mitch Rosen is gonna promote us. We're gonna be doing appearances on their on air shows to to promote the show. And Stacey, I think the great thing about this is we're going from a show that had a a loyal following. We're we're blowing up. We're going big time now.
2: Yeah, you know what? Just to, to piggyback on that, Mark. You know, when we first started this out, you know, we, we started this journey. We didn't know where it was gonna go. Yeah. We didn't know we didn't know what the microphones we needed, we didn't know all the technical stuff. And and then, you know, we 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 got it all together. A couple of times we sound like we were in a broom club when we first started, <laughs> but we didn't quit. You know, we kept, you know, we kept grinding and kept doing all the things that we did and we got it to over a hundred episodes, which a lot of podcasts don't get to, you know, because of whatever reason. Uh the content has always been fresh. And one thing about this show uh if you never watch it or you only watched it one time uh you're always gonna laugh you're gonna laugh out you're always gonna laugh out loud when you watch this show uh and we also have great guests we have a lot of interesting guests and it's not all about sports all the time even though it's a sports podcast show uh we have a lot of different topics that we talk about and i think that's what kind of separates us a little bit from everybody else uh not saying we're the best Shout out to our fans. Yes. Seriously, because without you, this would not be possible. We have grown each and every week. Uh, you guys are loyal listeners who, who come in and they listen to the show every week. We hear you on t- uh, on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, none of this would be possible without you guys. Um, you make us, you know, make it. It's a joy for me to come in here every week. And Mark and Tim to come in here every week with the Sriracha crew uh, to come in here and work. And uh, I have so much fun. Like I have fun doing Bulls games, but I have so much fun doing this podcast and then, you know, to be able to, to work with odyssey um, you know, that's, that's going to be a lot of fun. They're going to take us to a different level. Um, You know, we're already on YouTube and you know, we advanced, we've advanced slowly. We went from just being an audio to now we're, you know, actually on video.
1: We've, Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We went.
2: <laughs> we went from. We went from uh, Don Juan Golden mics to you know the the Snoop Doggy gold mics to now look at this. And now mics.
1: Snoop's in studio
2: with yeah, us. Yeah. And then we got Snoop right yeah. here with the headset. Um. But it, it's it's been it's been a fun fun ride every step of the way. has not even felt like work. You know. We we've you know we've hit some snags here and there. Um. Shout out to my 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 kids at Harper. Uh, you know, we got Matty Isis that does the the social media. He's sitting in the back. Uh, Dangerous D over here with the the white headset. We can get all these guys on go. here. We got Nikki Knuckles right there. Uh, we got uh, who's this kid right here? Oh, that's Francisco. He changes every time I see him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He looks like a different person every time. One one day, one day he's wearing a tight tight night nice shirt. Drag. Fits though. Yeah, that I, shirt fits. Yeah. That's the first shirt I've seen fit. Uh, most of the time, Francisco comes in with this the Mount Prospect uh, yeah. uh, night shirt that's too tight that he got when he was. The ninth grade gym class, okay, with the number written in like an inmate number <laughs> seven eight nine two one. That's what he has in there. And then we got Maddie, who's the producer, and she's turned into a bully the last three weeks. Let's get the camera on Maddie over there. She's become a bully they the last three weeks. And this yeah. is Tim's. This is Tim's niece. Okay, yeah. I didn't know they're related till today. I just found that out today. So we, we've we had a double agent. We've had double agents working for us here in America. Just like Whispers. Yes, yes. But we, we've we had a great time, and I'm looking forward to to working with Odyssey. I'm looking forward to working with 2400 Sports and then, you know, doing some things with the SCORE uh, 670. That's going to be a lot of fun, too. So we've come a long way.
1: You know, it's funny that we were mentioning the uh, live chat, and, and we usually get... Uh, some repeat customers on there. Nick Bianchi is a loyal uh, viewer on YouTube, and he said that he didn't know sauce packers getting paid like that, that you can afford oh, that kind of a shirt. Wow.
2: <laughs> wow. See, our listeners Jimmy listen whispers. to the show. They know who the sauce the hot packer sauce
0: is. packer. So let's talk about the next big announcement. Yeah, go ahead, Whispers. All right, all right, whispers. Well, it's, it's not a big deal. Why, why is this? Uh, what's going on with this? <laughs> sound here we're, we're so, editing you for quality yeah, so, control like this is the odyssey thing we
1: lost. serenity now
0: so uh yeah like i told you earlier mark uh but, but Stacey, the audience in here this this is the first time they're hearing it right right but stacy as always thought of course this is how it goes all right so the jewels <laughs> your <laughs> the local jewels the jewels is picking up the hot sauce how all four that, flavors man. and all. 200 stores, so you'll be able to find it there in it's January, much. maybe February, depending on the timing here, but uh, they're going to be a great partner as well, and uh, really looking forward to working with them.
2: Shout out to Jewel Osco. Yeah. We, we're keeping it in the city. We got the fans now will be able to get it at all Jewel locations. That's fantastic. Going go on online, because, you know, we've been selling out. Like, it, it's hot. You know, people love our hot sauce. Or we're actually back ordered. <laughs> yeah, we're back ordered. Yeah, we, we, so now, so now. You know, we'll we'll be with a distributor to be able to get it out yeah. to more and more locations, to more people. Again, you know, we were like, you know, we we're like me and Tim like rappers. You know, we selling our, our mixtape from the trunk. That's how we've been doing with these these hot sauce. We had them on eBay. We had them on Estee. Was it Estee?
0: Uh, Etsy. Etsy, yeah. whatever yeah. it is. And <laughs> we had, and not anymore.
2: But <laughs> yeah, no. We, we had them on everything. And then we just decided, you know, just sell them, you know, Facebook's got them. Right, we had them on Facebook for a second. We had our MySpace, MySpace, <laughs> TikTok, so, so your TikTok, eBay, eBay everything. Yeah. So now, so now, you, you know, all the hard work, you know, is starting to pay off for that too. So a lot of good things are happening for yeah. Give Me the hot sauce and and the show and the hot sauce and and uh, it's gonna be fun. I can't wait to see you know where the future holds with it.
1: So does that mean that uh, Whispers isn't going to be in his closet until midnight packing sauce?
2: No, he's going to hire some little minions, and they're uh-huh. all going to be packing hot sauce like little Oompa Loompas. <laughs> yeah, they're all going to look no, like Tim. Exactly. They're going to be like little miniature Tims. They're going to have wear these little tight shirts on like you got be on right bright, here. But they'll oh, be man. bright red. And they'll be red like lobsters, and they'll be out there packing. <laughs> yeah, we got to pack the hot sauce. we got to pack the hot sauce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oompa Loompa, oompa-dee-doo. <laughs> I got another riddle for you.
1: So since we've basically done the commercial, uh, why don't we get a a quick Christopher walk in on where they can find it now uh, for the holidays. Because the holidays are coming up and they want to get their hot sauce. It's a perfect gift, a perfect stocking stuffer. Yes, a stocking stuffer. There you go. I'm sorry I was standing
0: outside. (laughs) I didn't know I was on yet, but thanks for calling me in, Mark. All right, so you're right. The hot sauce is the best gift for the holidays. Absolutely. I mean, you can get a discount. We'll ship it out quick. The back orders are getting cleaned up, and uh, my man Stacy here, he expects it to be out the next day. But absolutely, we're selling out. So get your orders in now. We'll get it there by Christmas. I promise you.
1: So you go to so, GiveMeTheHotSauce dot
0: Yeah, and use code King twenty one. Get twenty one percent off your first order.
1: Yes. America. Are you in charge of billing, too? You take care yeah, of he does company? it all. Do you do discounts? No, that said idiot whispers <laughs> that takes care of that
0: stuff. I'm just the voice of the sauce. <laughs> we need more cowbell. Yeah, I just do dancing for guys like Fat Boy Slim and, and add some voiceovers <laughs> for the hot sauce. I'm
1: Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken, ladies and gentlemen. For all, for all our loyal YouTube followers, uh, they always love when Whispers does this Christopher Walken ad read. Hey, let's talk a little basketball. Uh, the Bulls got a win they had to have on Wednesday. They beat the Washington Wizards. That game kind of went right down to the wire. And it was interesting, Stacy, that, you know, kind of a sloppy game for three quarters, but it was the Bulls' big three of DeRozan, Levine, and Vucevic who really carried the ball in the fourth quarter.
2: I, I've been saying this all season long. Those three guys have to play this way every single night for the Bulls to have a chance to, to be really good and to be a threat. Those three guys, they're all stars. I'm not saying they all got to score 20 a night. It would be nice, but, you know, for them to play well. And they they played well last night. Even though DeMar kind of struggled early with his shot a little bit, uh, Zach, Zach, was, Zach got it going, Vooch got it going, Vooch played more inside. You know, he hit a couple of threes, but he played more inside. But those three guys set the tone for this team. And yeah. we asked Amar, you know, after the game, you know, um, is there has there been a discussion between those three guys, you know, that they definitely have to come out every night and set the tone? Because they're the only three all stars the Bulls have. So if you're the best players, you get the most money, you most likely are
1: going to be the guy setting the tone. So uh, he agreed to that. You know, Alex was big, Alex Caruso. His defensive work is unbelievable, and he'll guard anybody on the court. You know, there were situations where he was uh, forced to guard Porzingis in the post, giving up a foot. He doesn't care. You know, he's going to battle a guy and and he's going to make sure that he's going to win those one-on-one possessions. I'm
2: going to tell you something. He changes the complexion of the game. You know, we said this last night. You know, I think you take for granted you know, what he brings to the table. People might look at his numbers, you know, scoring-wise. He only took four shots last night. But he impacts the game in so many different ways other than just scoring. And, you know, when you threw him and Lonzo out there, this is what makes it so, like, it gives the Bulls hope that if Lonzo comes back where this team could possibly go because when you threw both those guys out there last year together, I mean, they were like two locked. It's like having Deion Sanders on the left side, Deion Sanders on the right side as a cornerback. So you have like two all world cornerbacks that are shut down corners that you don't have to roll the safety over to help out. They can pretty much take away the whole field and make you just play one area of the field. And so when you see Alex play, the diving on the floor, getting his hands on loose balls, he's one of the reasons why the Bulls are tops in deflection. Right. We, and we showed the stats last night. The Bulls are in a in really high category as far as deflections and steals and, but the problem is is that those are not translating into wins. And the reason why they're not translating wins because normally, Mark, when you're when you're a team that's out there leading in deflections, you're in passing lanes, you're getting steals, turnovers, whatever. You're getting a lot of fast breaks. You're getting a lot of runouts, a lot of dunks, and the Bulls are not getting that. And, and, you know, just watching them, you can see why. Because when they get a steal, they're walking the ball basically up the floor. And those are the times you need to get out and push and run. I thought they did that last night. I thought they got in transition. They got got the ball up the floor. And sometimes you may not score a lot of points, but you're putting pressure on the defense and you're pushing the ball, trying to get it down there and trying to get a quick shot. And I thought they did a good job last night.
1: Bulls are now in a stretch where they play four out of five games at the United Center with a quick trip to Atlanta, Atlanta Sandwich in between. They have seven more home games coming up in December, so hopefully by the time they get to the new year, they can be back at the 500 mark or even beyond. Try to get healthy and then make a make a run going into the new year. And I, I know that no one's happier to be, to be back in Chicago than Stacy King. It was a rough week on the road, wasn't it? America, <laughs>
2: <laughs> this has been a rough week for you, boy. Okay, I'm just going to throw this out here. I don't ever complain. No but I'm freaking complaining right now. Okay. Over I've been traveling. I've been traveling the country since I was probably 15 years right. old. I've never up until this point, never had lost luggage ever. Okay. Now you got to remember now, America, we, we don't fly like, you know, commercial. No, we no. have our private jet, you know, and our bags are taken privately. So we're in, we're in California last, the last road trip, Sacramento, we come back, yeah. Sacramento before we come home. I put, you know, when we get ready to leave the hotel, they say, you know, leave your bags outside the door. The, yeah. the, the bellman will come pick them up, and they'll take them to a truck, and they'll get them on the plane. Okay, I've been doing this for 25 years as a player and as a broadcaster. Never had a bag left, so I leave my two bags out. I had, I had a feeling, Mark. I said. <laughs> ah, man, I, I should go get I, my I, watch. I should. I should probably bring these down because I, I don't. I don't. I don't see anybody else's bag. Because yeah, normally, yeah. when you're on the floor, you're on the floor with four or five other people, and you'll see their bags out there. So then you yeah, know. It to gives you a sense of in. comfort. because exactly. You know they're going to get it. So when I looked down, looked in my hallway, it was like you know, it was like The Shining. It's one of the long ass you no know, <laughs> hallways. And the and I, and I didn't Here's see. I, I didn't see not one Bulls personnel bag out there. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know about this one. Yeah. So I go downstairs. And I tell the security, the security bull security who travels, we have three guys that travel with us. And, um, you know, so I told, you know, my security, I said, hey, look, I got bags on the fifth yeah. floor, 531. They're outside. Make sure you get them. He said, gotcha. So that's the last thing he said. Gotcha. I said, all right, cool. I'm good. Now you're going to go get them. Man, we get home <laughs> like 2.30 in the morning. It's cold outside, you know, so you got to wait for your bags to come off the yeah. plane. And normally my bags are right in the front because all the players' bags and everybody's, were all in the front. They said, Hey, just wait. I think your bags might be in the very back. I'm like, nah, man, y'all left them. My bags have never been this late. So I sit there. I'm the last one yeah. other than the bag people. I'm the last. Everybody else is in the, in the, in the airport, warm, getting in their car. I'm and you've been there. sick all week. Yes, so you yes, exactly. Mark, and I didn't want to say all that, but you brought it up. Yeah. I, I've been bad. I battled the sinus infection. So yeah. I shouldn't be outside waiting yeah. in the cold. So I'm waiting in the cold America. And all of a sudden, all the bags are gone. I'm the only one out there. My bags are not coming. And then the last the last thing that came down a little conveyor belt was like a little box of shoes. And I go, you got to be kidding me. They left my bags in California. And so they said, oh, we're going to overnight it. I'm like, okay. So I was upset. They said, we're going to overnight it. So I said, all right, cool. As long as I get them tomorrow or, or Tuesday, yeah. I'll be good. So I look on there. They give you a tracking number. So I look at the tracking number. The two bags, my duffel bags are still in the UPS sitting at the UPS thing. And I'm like, they haven't had a label yet. So I'm like, well, why isn't they not? Why are they not moving? You know. So then, you know, they had to call whatever. Then they snuck it in. They snuck it into me because they could have. They could have delivered in two days. They said uh, bags won't be until Saturday at ten thirty at night. Well, America. We're leaving again for a second trip to go to Atlanta, yeah, Atlanta that night. Yeah. And there's, you know, there's, there's certain things in your bag you need. Yeah, yeah. There's certain things. You know, you know, when ladies go on trips, they got their beauty supplies and all that stuff. Well, <laughs> let me tell you something. I got beauty supplies too, America. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't voted with 10 most sexist men in Montana. You know, so I mean that I, I keep, automatically I keep myself well groomed. I got yeah. my certain my face washes and all the stuff that I like to yeah. use. It's in my bag. Okay. Sure. So I don't have it now. And I'm a little upset. I'm a little upset about it. And then I had, oh, and then I snuck, you know, I have a, a fire stick that I bring on the road yeah, so I can yeah, watch yeah. all the shows, makes right? Sense.
1: Yeah.
2: It's in the bag. So I have not been able to watch
1: TV. It's like, oh, I wanted to. Oh, man. My fire stick mm. is gone. No, yellow, to, no Yellowstone this week? Or did you catch no, it? No, I can, I can, I watched Yellowstone.
2: I watched Yellowstone. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about there. that later. But I, I'm a little disappointed. So <laughs> so that happened, America. Then last night, America, let me tell you what happened last night. The Bulls win. So I should be excited and, and celebrating yeah, a big win. Absolutely. I'm happy. And after games, Mark, you seem, I'll go sign autographs and take yeah, pictures people. Every single time. I've done it for like 30 years, okay? I don't care if there's a 1,000 people there. I'll make sure I get pictures and sign yeah. autographs. So that's the thing I do, especially with kids. Never turn down. Autographs for kids or pictures. Or whispers. So, uh, no, he can wait. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he ain't getting no picture with me. That guy's creepy.
2: So, so, so this guy comes down with it. I mean, the beer might have been this, it might have been a, the cup this big. Yeah. Okay. So the guy comes down. Hey, you, get, you get a picture. And so I'm like, okay. You'd so had a good. few already. I said, this guy's Uh-oh. had a few. So yeah. I said, now the game's over. Most yeah. likely people are not drinking anymore because yeah. the game's over. So I said, hey, man, you might want to give that beer to somebody because I don't want you spilling on my soup. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I'm like, oh, no, no. this <laughs> good is not to the last I'm, drop. I'm,
1: Monica Iselis. Like, I said, this is. I'm like, this is not. <laughs> like, this, is not a, this whispers a, automatically goes there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, let me tell you
2: something. I, I wasn't really happy about what happened. So, yeah. I got my blue suit on. Yeah, looking and, good. And then, and, and I, you know, I got Air Force Ones to match all my suits. Yeah. So I'm wearing these baby blue Air Force Ones nice. that are like they don't make them anymore. They're made yeah. out of cloth, and they're sweet. They go with all my blue suits. They're sweet. So I'm 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 like, I'm just styling and profiling. Then all of a sudden the guy's like, you know, he's like, got this beer. And I'm like, man, this dude's gonna spill this beer. <laughs> I'm not even thinking about my Nikes. I'm just thinking he's gonna spill on my suit. Yeah. And I'm gonna have to throw punch him. So then he 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 drops the beer like a bomb. <laughs> like, like Hiroshima. Boom! And explodes on my shoes and hits the shoes, bounces up, gets on my, my, my slacks, my suit. And I'm I'm looking at him. He's like, "Stacy, so I'm ready to take this picture." I'm like, "I'm getting ready to kick your ass." What are you talking about? Take a picture? He's like, "I'm like, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm so sorry." I'm like, I was like, oh. for a second, Mark, he was getting ready to get a two piece, yeah, and with no biscuit and no, <laughs> no fancy, soda, no soda. He was about ready to get it. I had to snap out of it for a yeah. second and remember that I was Stacy King, the
1: broadcaster. So those shoes ruined beyond repair.
2: No, I gotta pay. T- I gotta. I, had, yeah. I made a phone call today because there's always somebody that does something. Right. Okay. Right. So <laughs> I found someone who does cleaning of shoes. So Cloth that's, yeah, that's not easy yeah. yeah and so he's going to clean because they were drenched yeah it was like a sponge you right. know it was like it was like a paper towel they just sucked it all in like you know Tim does the, you know sucking all <laughs> in the packing careful careful Wow. you're a
1: packer hey, so, so we don't want to offend the good a folks a at Odyssey it's a so, first hey, show listen, a listen welcome. we've hey, just been hey, cut Odyssey welcome to our world Odyssey
2: welcome to our world this is what we do join the team Odyssey you're on the team now baby you bring us up we'll bring you down so that's how my weekend is gone that's how my week is gone so oh man it, it's only
0: gonna get back. all right hold on a second though we gotta get to some facts here you brought up a story okay at least a year or so ago about how you never got your jeans from the levi oh, store i remember that story oh, yeah, yeah that oh, so that's story. what has okay. happened
2: Okay, you were out there
0: did okay you, did you america, finally get them
2: america <laughs> as you know america i don't know what episode that was we talked about yeah, that's these custom made yeah. levi jeans okay this has been a, a three, little pricey This has been a Three <laughs> yeah, yeah. year process He's still thinking don't Of what? the payments <laughs> Hey Hey, hey man, You're on layaway. They garnished oh, his check Hey listen That's financing America Don't listen to these people Okay America These are these are custom made Levi jeans They're like a thousand dollars A pair I didn't know until I didn't know they were A thousand dollars a pair Until he put the, the Price out of me And then I felt Obligated to yeah. buy them Cause you know what he said that's fine It's fine
0: Just finance it bro <laughs> So he was like The guy His name is Austin
2: the, 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 I'm not, I mean his name is August. So August says, I go, hey, you know, how much is it? I thought it was going to be like $400 yeah, a piece. Yeah.
1: I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah.
2: He's like, uh then your bill will be $3,500. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like,
1: what? Do so <laughs> I get part ownership in the right? store? Does no. the jeans talk?
2: <laughs> so if you lose a pair, they'd be like, Stacy, I'm in the closet. Okay, I got you. Come here. I, what? Are they bulletproof? Like, what, what, what what's going on here? He's all like, know oh, their oh, customer dreams. So at uh, three, so then we had, so after that, we had COVID. So they weren't, everything was shut down, so they weren't able to do it. Then August, the guy who took all my measurements and everything, he sent me a prototype. So uh, when everything shut down, I couldn't get out there. So we just shut down, okay? Then he left, he left Levi's. <laughs> then they got another Taylor. Then this Taylor scrapped
0: Ramp September. This, this,
2: so we went back out there when COVID, re- <laughs> don't interrupt me again. So when, when, when COVID reopened up and we, we were able yeah. to travel, we, yeah. went, we went back out to San Fran, got a new guy named Mario. He made me. He scrapped all August's plan and did his own thing. So I'm like, okay. So I called him up and let him know, like, yo, I'm coming out to San Fran here in November. I need to come down and finish these jeans. It's been three years now, and I'm, I'm, I'm about, I'm about still ready to give payments. up. I'm about ready to give up. You know, I'm still making payments, and then so I'm about ready to give up. So he, not, he's not answering the call. I'm like, oh, this is not good. It's not good. So I go out there, and then. Um they said, Oh, uh, you know, Mark doesn't work here anymore. I'm like, oh man, goddamn. For real? He's, he's like wh- no. he's working with August now. He's like, Yeah, so he no, so no. So then I said, Well, who's there? Yeah. So now I'm gonna get a third tailor, they're gonna scrap it, and we're gonna yeah. do this all over again. And it's gonna be the fourth year now. And he go, No, we got we got another tailor who used to work here. Hey, April, all, she's so, hot. So I go, shut up, Tim. Some meet two we already canceled the first show for the yeah. So so then I find out it's August. August is back. Oh, all right. So August had all my designs and everything. And I went in and got fitted again. And the pair of jeans will be coming America
1: in three weeks. And Mr. King, there'll be a $2,000 surcharge. (laughs) Hey, listen, I told you, listen, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. There's inflation. They're not
2: getting any no money from me. Okay, (laughs) Levi's, that is it. Yeah, You're not getting no more money from the King, baby. No way.
1: Hey, if you're looking to save money on your insurance needs, make sure to contact our good buddy Jeff Vukovich. When it comes to insurance for your auto home and business, you can always count on him. So contact the king of insurance, our friend, nationwide agent Jeff Vukovic. You can reach him at jeffvuk.com. That's Jeff V U K dot com. He will take care of you. Stacy saw him when he was on the road in Phoenix at the, sure did. At the Suns Bulls yep. game. And yep. he's always at the United Center and always supporting all of Chicago's teams. And he has a jingle that you just can't get out of your head
2: nationwide is on your side America America the pipes was rusty on the road but they are back baby they are back
1: that was smooth Stacy's back. <laughs>
2: Thank you. Thank you, Tim. Thank you. Yeah, that's about the nicest thing you said to me in 30 years. Yeah, I can't wait to see those jeans, though. <laughs>
1: hey, our special guest is coming up. A, they're not going to be as tight as yours. <laughs> I hope not. Our special guest coming up is Jerome Pooh Richardson. Poo! He was in the same NBA draft as Stacy King. Stacy went number six. Pooh Richardson went 10. We'll talk to him about his NBA career and a whole lot more. But before we bring him in, I do want to talk about the big news story of the day. That is Brittany Griner coming home and we, we applaud the effort of everybody to get her back. It's a shame that it took so long but you know for for her wife and her family to be able to have Brittany back for the holidays at Christmas time is fantastic and you know I don't no one knows what the the negotiations were behind the scenes but it's a shame it took that long and thank God she's coming home
2: i tell you what, man, because she, she was just getting ready to get transferred into some serious, serious, column, oh, yeah. man, that would that have been a terrible. She might not have ever been able to come back from that. Yeah. Um, from what you hear, what goes on there and what she would have to deal with, um, it, you know, if she might not have been able to come back. But, you know, give everyone involved uh, that that was involved, bringing her home. Yeah. Um, you know, that is awesome. And uh, at the end of the day, man, you know, she's, she's going to come back healthy. She's going to come back safe. And now, we're not even worried about her basketball career. Who cares about that? You know, if she comes back or not. It's just, it's glad. I know her family is just happy or her wife is happy that she's coming home. And that's all that matters right now.
1: Yeah, the NBA Today Show on ESPN this afternoon devoted the whole show to covering Brittany Griner's uh, return to the United States. And they showed her a quick clip of her on the plane. And you can tell she, she's still in shock. Because they're asking her questions and and she's given like one word answers. Because at this point, you know, even though she's on a plane, she's probably wondering. Until I can actually set foot in the United States soil, I don't know what's happening to me. Because she's been running around, you know, like a, like a political prisoner the whole time. I'm gonna tell you
2: something, and you don't know how she was treated yeah. behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, she could yeah. be. I'm sure she's gonna she's gonna at some point talk about her experience, but it might be a while. Yeah, it might but be. you could just tell, like you know, she she's. She's not. I mean, how could you be? How could you be mentally into where we are today? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if if you were your freedom was taken away, you're in a foreign country. That's because that's my biggest thing. Like I watch, you know, Midnight Express. So, you know, everywhere I go, Mark, anytime I go to a foreign country, I always want to know where the USA embassy is. Embassy, yeah. I, I want to yeah. know where the United States yeah. embassy is. That's the first thing any place I go. So if I need to, you know, if I need to sneak out and run somewhere, I need to know where I'm going. You know, I, I was, oh man, I tell you, I had experience in Turkey, Mark, but I can't talk about it right now. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> but I had experience in Turkey. Yeah, it was it was like some Jason Bourne stuff. I was like hiding behind walls and you know in the yeah. dark alleys, and my Turkish teammates were getting me to where I needed to go. It was.
1: Man, and, yeah, people talk about the money that you can make in Europe and other countries, but you're also at times putting your safety on the line, yeah, because they have different it's rules, it's yeah.
2: different rules, they got different laws. Um, <clears throat> especially with like when you like in Turkey, you know, marijuana, you saw Midnight Express,
1: that's real, yeah, yeah. you get caught with drugs in Turkey, you're gonna do some well, that's time. like with Britney, you know. It would have been a minor offense in almost any country. Yeah. And they wouldn't put her in jail for 10 exactly. years. Exactly. They were going to. But that was
2: also a political statement. Sure. That was sure. that was some pressure from Putin to try to to get, you know, put the, the screws to the United States for, you know, get the, the angel of death the, the, back. The, 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 right. The, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, the Ukraine situation, you know, you know, you know, you, you, know, you want to side with Ukraine, then we're going to do this to you. Cause it all happened about the same yeah, time, yeah. and then it got to the point where we want you to release X Y Z X Y Z X Y Z if you want her back, and then that negotiation broke down or whatever. But it, it was it was it, it's you know it was a sad ordeal. I'm just glad that she's coming home, and I hope that you know once they do physicals and everything, um, that she is healthy and she is you know will be able to resume her career if she chooses to do yeah. that. But she's
1: gonna have an interesting story. She might just quit basketball and write a book. She could definitely do that. There'll definitely be a movie made about that. There's no question about it. So we're just grateful that she's back home to be able to be returned to her wife and her family and enjoy the holidays. And you know, the WNBA season doesn't start till May. So she's got some time to rest and regroup and maybe resume her basketball career next summer. So Pooh Richardson is going to join us after a quick timeout. This is give me the hot sauce episode 110. now available on the free Odyssey app.
2: Let tend dental make your dream smile a reality.
1: Episode one hundred and ten to give me the hot sauce rolls on. It's now our pleasure to welcome in this week's special guest. He is Jerome Pooh Richardson, ten-year NBA career, drafted tenth overall by the Minnesota Timberwolves. Thanks for joining the show. And and Stacy was telling me a story before that we came on that you guys were playing in a youth tournament and and you were feeding them the no, ball. No college con-
2: tournament. College it tournament. Was a college tournament before yeah. the draft. Well, tell the
1: story. Yeah.
2: So, Pooh, I was telling about we, we were on the same team uh, in the last game that we played in the at that college tournament in Orlando. And, right, uh, and, right, and, yeah. And I had like 48 points that last game, and you was feeding me every single time down the floor. And I was going up against Cliff Robinson, who was talking trash in the practice, said so, because we used to have to practice before we actually played these yeah. games. And I came down. I wasn't even going to play in the game because we had just lost a tournament uh, in the tournament. And so I was just kind of ticked off. So uh, Pat Williams called me up and said, Hey, you know, we, we're starting this tournament in Orlando. We'd like you to come down and play Da da da. I'm like, well, you know, lottery players don't necessarily play in those kind of games. Right. And so he talked me into it. I went down there and the practices because we never, it was like, it was like a combine and dudes was coming at us. Like, I mean, like if you was a lottery, player they was coming at you. Like, I'm like, <laughs> well, okay. Y'all I gotta, I wasn't doing too good in the practice. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't I didn't look like a I didn't look like a lottery pick in the practices. But when them lights came on, yeah. it was game time and it really counted. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was looking like a lottery pick. So Cliff Robinson, R.I.P. Cliff Robinson, Uncle Cliff, he was yeah. a good dude though. Uh, you know, he was talking trash <coughs> in the practices. I'm gonna bust you, I'm gonna bust you, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. And then uh, so he was talking before the game. So Pooh was like, Yeah, we got him. Don't worry about that. I got you. I got you. <laughs> so I got you, don't worry about it. We're so about we started playing, I was rolling, boom, you know just scoring that wheel. Boom, 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 boom. And he's like, I'm going to feed you every time, big fella. Kill him. Kill him. Go at him. Go at him. And he would, cause Pooh was always, Poo was always demonstrative. He always, he would talk trash. Uh, he was talking trash for me. And so he's like, kill him. He can't guard you. Show him why, show him why you're a lottery pick. He, he can't guard you. Eat him up, King. I'm coming to you again. Get on the block. Get on the block. He talked me the whole way. I had
3: 48 points and it was because of him. It's all about a good point. Know, you know, you know what when you go in those things, uh, it's like all-star games and, and camps or evaluation camps, they they do for the young kids. And most of the time the balls are in the guards' hands. And they can determine how you're gonna play or how you're not gonna play. They can play loose and crazy and it'd be about themselves. And that's that becomes the pick, the pickup or the schoolyard game, or you can play smart. And work your big guys and let your big guys be success. And then you ride off of them. I had, the, I had the fortunate pleasure to have you and Mike Smith on my team. So I had two guys that I didn't have in college that I could actually feed underneath the basket that can score. So that was just a, a new thing to me. But it was fun. And it made the game for me so easy because at the same time, you were solidified being the top five pick. You know, I was on the second end of that, could have fell six or eight, something like that. You was all you know, so I still had to do my job, but at the end of the day, it was all about you guys because I just I just fed off for you guys.
1: Stacy's told us some stories about his time with the Minnesota Timberwolves. You were the very first draft choice when they came into the league. What was that like for you playing coming into the league, playing on an expansion team? Was was Bill Musselman the coach then at that point?
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh, coach Musk was there, you know. May he be blessed and rest in peace. Yes. Um, it was, um, you know what? A lot of people would say it was uh, a good thing because you can play right away. But it, it's some pros and cons to that because you don't have pretty much a veteran group of guys to help lead you, to get you kind of ready, all the way ready. Even though in the summers at UCLA, the guys play there all the time. The pros always played there since I was there. And before me, so I had the experience of playing against a lot of the pros and I was comfortable, but, you know, when you're actually in the pro game and just learning how to play in your development of your skills and understand how to play with professional guys who's actually 10 to 7 years older than you, uh, you coming in, you're 20, 21 years old, it's it's a whole different dynamic. And and the un- the good thing about it was I did get a chance to play early when other guys had to sit behind guys. And learn, but you know the con behind that is, I played on a team full of guys that were supplemental draft guys yeah. who felt they belonged, so they wasn't teaching me, showing me nothing because they was just trying to establish themselves <laughs> that they're bona fide NBA guys. So I, I had that struggle for a minute, and most of the guys were from the CBA, which Coach Bill Musselman coached, so. He had his favorites, and I dealt with a lot, man. I tried. I did. It might have, it might not look like it, but I dealt with a lot. Talk a little bit about growing
2: up in Philadelphia, and we we all know the stories, you know, in Philadelphia and the summer leagues out there. Here you are, a kid, on the East Coast, but you end up on the West Coast. You probably could have went to any school. You're a McDonald's All American. Mm-hmm. Could have went to any school that you wanted to. What? What made you, well, other than the weather, what made you choose? <laughs> That's you, a
1: good reason.
3: What, what was other, your reason? Other, other than the weather. <laughs> what was your reason? Well, you know, well, I look at it like this. Um, Walt Hazard was the coach at the time. May he rest in peace. Coach Hazard was there. And Coach Andre McCarter, two guys who was actually from Philadelphia. Okay. Two guys who was guards, actually from Philadelphia. And um, it actually came down to me either going to Syracuse, uh, Temple or UCLA and I decided to go back west. You know, they when I went through my visit, it was in November. It was really cold in Philly. I get off the plane. It's about 90 degrees and I get the chance to UCLA play against Nebraska football and the tailgate and just that whole experience was, I was like, man, I, I can do this. I can I can actually live here. And once I decided that I can live, because me making the decision to go to school was going to be all about is this a place that i can live if basketball doesn't take me to where i hope it take me you know it, it it got me to college could i live this place just being a guy with a job you know quite naturally through relationships and all people you meet in college could i live here and the answer was yes and then that's that helped me make the decision
1: how much pressure is there on college athletes at ucla it might not be the same now but back then You know, you were a ways removed from the John Wooden era, but there was a period of time where UCLA was winning the championship almost every year. When you first arrived on campus, did you feel like, wow, I'm I'm the point guard at UCLA and, and, and I've got to run this club. Did you, did you put extra pressure on yourself to try to uphold the UCLA tradition?
3: Well, you know, it, the first thing I did was, was basically try to introduce myself to the upperclassmen, you know, because there was a bit, slight bit of little intimidation they felt because, you know, the the things pointed my way, my, my two coaches, the head coach and assistant coach were both from Philadelphia and they were guards. And I'm a guard from Philadelphia. They struggled the, the year before that at the guard position. So I'm sure that, you know, they wasn't accepting me too kindly. And that's, that's anything. When you go to competitive sports, you're going to get that. Uh, so first thing I did was introduce myself to the guys and and let them know I'm just a regular guy and we're gonna compete hard, but we teammates. And all I did was just compete it and and stay true to the to the grind of the game and had a chance to talk to Coach Wooden a few times on a few occasions, just about just basketball and 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 what it means to play at UCLA because you knew, but you really didn't know because. That was the era when the Big East was taking off, and when you started going towards the Midwest, you had Stacy and those guys, and then you had UNLV. So you didn't really get to UCLA, you know, during that era. But it it was it's great tradition. I learned more about the tradition probably my second and third year there than I than I knew coming in.
2: The coolest thing that that I ever had uh, was be able to talk to John Wooden at the Wooden Awards and and spent like an hour sitting there picking his brain and, and talking to him about, you know, not just the history of of UCLA, but just the, the evolution of the game and how far it's come. Now as a as a as older guys like ourselves, what do you think about the game and the evolution of the game now? Cause it's totally different from when
3: we played to where it is now. Well, I get in constant arguments. Um I do agree that the players of today's era are really are, are really athletic. They are I think that's the best far as raw talent that the league has ever seen and I think it's even getting even more uh, more athletic because of the training facilities and the training regiments and they' doing it at such a young age when we we normally didn't lift weights until we gotten you know our second year of college. These kids are lifting weights and doing all these things in third and fourth grade. So the athleticism there, but I still debate the skill level. A lot of those guys who played today, which I love, I love, I love it. I love the game, but a lot of those guys cannot do the things that were demanded of us to do when we played. They got three and D guys. Then they got a two-way guy. I'm like, what the hell is a two-way guy? You couldn't play if you didn't play defense. Exactly. So now, you you you're getting a, a a double title because you play defense well that was expected of us if we was gonna be out there on the court and the guys who shot threes you defended you shot the three and if you didn't make the three you sat and that were they were specialists though they were specialist guys um guys who played all the time started and in a rotation like myself you expected to play defense and you expected to play. The other team toughest guard in that position. They didn't hide you. You didn't get low management and all this other stuff. We never got that. So that's what's a little different about the game to me uh today than yesterday. because yesterday it was it was more about the skill. You had to have a skill level. If you run and jump, that was okay but you had to have a skill level. You had to make that mid-range. You had to be able to get other players involved. You had to feed your big guys. Your big guys stayed underneath the basket. It's it's different now. Big guys is out in the perimeter. Low guards is penetrating, going to the basket. Anytime they felt like it, it didn't happen when we was playing.
1: After you left Minnesota, you went to Indiana, which is one of the Bulls' biggest rivals in in the division. And you know you played with another UCLA great, and Reggie Miller. What are your recollections of your battles against Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Stacey King, and those Bulls?
3: Well, the Bulls was tough. I mean, they, they were just hard to beat. Um, you just knew that you had to play your best for four quarters. If you left a window open even in the fourth quarter with four minutes left, you're probably going to lose that game. You're most likely going to lose that game, especially in Chicago Stadium. Um, those great times, there was great atmosphere. I I was very happy for Stace and BJ. We all came in at the same time. And for them to get rings and and be a part of that. And, and I, I'm here to say, I'm sure they probably felt that they could have done more in the league because they were capable. Now they were capable guys. Now they could have done more. But for what they did for their team and for what the success that they had, I'm telling Stace, just like I talked to BJ about two weeks ago. And I'll say, you guys, you guys was in a great spot. And, and you shouldn't feel like you missed left nothing on the table. You guys, you because I wish. I would have had what you guys had. I agree with you.
2: I, agree. I, I tell people that all the time, like to, to be on a, on a championship team, you know, there's the pie is big enough for everybody. You know, there'll be some people get more pieces than others, but the pie is big enough for everybody. And I would rather me personally, I would rather win than be on a losing team and get my butt kicked every single night and not even having the chance to win. When you're on a team that every night you step on the floor, there's a 90% above chance you gonna win that game. And when I went to Minnesota, uh, I went from the penthouse to the outhouse. I ain't gonna lie, <laughs> but the only thing, only thing that was good about that poo for me was, is that I got to prove to myself, given the opportunity to play thirty plus minutes compared to playing eighteen to twenty minutes, what I right. actually could do. Like I could actually score at this level. I could actually put up numbers. I could actually do some things. So it proved, it, it really proved to myself. Like okay, like I can still do this. What I was doing in college, but I'd rather take them rings
3: though. I, I still rather take those rings if I had to do it. All all over again. Well, Stace, let me tell you, from my perspective, and when I've saw when I seen you play the first time, you didn't need to go to Minnesota to, to figure out you can do what you can do. Because you can do what you can do regardless.
1: <laughs>
3: tell tell our audience, Pooh, what you're doing now. I know you've been coaching some AU, you've been doing a little coaching. Oh well, what I've been doing is that I, I live now, uh, too many people, I don't know if you're familiar with the Palm Springs area. Yeah. Um, that's near, well, well, the biggest thing they have now going every year is that Coachella Fest stuff. So I live in the Palm Springs area, which is about an hour and a half out of Los Angeles. I've been there for the last eight years. Um, I play a lot of golf. I play a lot of pickleball and I just, (laughs) I, I, I donate a lot of my time to youth organizations, YMCA Boys and Girls Club, the local junior college. That's why I'm out here in Santa Barbara now. And uh, Rancho Mirage High School back there. Um, for the most part, that's that's what I do, man. That's what I do. I think uh, now I've been blessed to have an opportunity to play the very sport that I love and to fulfill my dreams. And I took care of myself the right way. And this is the time now I have just all for myself. You know, my kids are grown. Uh, just me and my wife, that's it. We good. Pickleball, huh? I'm, I'm getting into that, baby. I'm getting that pickleball. Hey, I just ball. talked, I look, I talked to Jamie Foxx the other day. He he makes paddles, right? Yeah. So he says, Look, you know, I'm I'm in London shooting a movie. When I come back, you know, we're gonna play because he just got finished getting some courts built at his home. Wow. I mean, this guy is serious about it, and not only that, he's gonna do an entertainment league. And your boy Mitch Richmond is out here. Yep. And a lot of those guys, you know, they're gonna play in that entertainment league. You know, have doing the pickleball. That's big time now. That thing has exploded. Yeah, and it's really easy here because you can play outdoors all year round. Oh,
1: nice. Hey, we gotta ask you about the nickname. Is it as simple uh, as the Winnie the Pooh, or what's the uh, origination of the Pooh nickname?
3: Well, my grandmother did that when I was when I was little. I was a chubby baby, and I uh, and she used to call me Pooh Bear all the time. So that's that was how that stuck with me. Uh, most of the time, it's so crazy because some people don't even know my real name. So <laughs> it's almost it's almost hard to shake now. But it's uh, it's been a good thing, man. It's been a good thing. I, I'm not, you know, when your grandmother gave you a nickname, you know, you got to go with
0: it. Absolutely. And, and you know the other guy named Poo, don't you? Guy named yes. D- Derek Rose.
3: D. Rose. That's right. D. Rose told me uh, we was in, uh, because when he was coming into the league, he was, he was represented by the same guy representing me, which is Arn Tellum, And I would, Arn would always call me down to the gym. Cause at the same time he was representing Russell and they came out the same time, same year, they would work out against each other in the gym. That's the first time I make Derek's brother, Reggie. And he's like, you know, and Derek's like, they call me poo. And, and, you know, we, we, we joke about that a little bit. And then when I, Minnesota brings me in periodically he was there that night. He scored the 50 points or whatever. I was at that game. Um, I came to shoot around before that game and me and we talked about some stuff, you know, because he was making his transition to figure out, you know, he had five more years left, two more years. And, you know, you know, the injuries, you know, injuries plague your career. So, you know, we had a good conversation and not like, lo and behold, he scored 50 points after the game. I was like, man, you might do this for 10 more years.
0: Hey, boo, there's another funny thing too is that uh, because you were that first pick with Minnesota, that one of your cards recently sold rookie card for 25 grand at an auction. Is that right? Yeah. Isn't that good news? Yeah.
2: Too bad <laughs> you pretty didn't pretty have it. Too bad you didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Maybe the guy who spent 25 might want to spend another 25 because I got tons of
3: those. <laughs> 25, 25. All right. Well, <laughs> I can find myself right in front of
0: you. Well, leak, those, leak them out slowly. <laughs> <laughs> leak them out slowly. Yeah, don't oversaturate <laughs> the market, right? Yeah, it's good stuff.
2: Really? That's
0: awesome. Yeah. Isn't that something? All right, there's a bit of silence there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it stunned us know. all. <laughs> Honestly, these things like when you when you in a like a new franchise or or something that's historical, yeah. Even though like I was telling Stacy, even though I didn't get the rings, at least I got that. Because I could have been in Sacramento. Yeah.
1: That's true. <laughs>
3: You know
2: what's funny. You know you what's thought funny. You were going yeah, I thought I was going to Sacramento too. They took Purvis instead. So, yeah. but I, I tell you, I remember our first game. The Bulls came to play you guys. It was in the Metrodome, and we played in the, yes. the, the foot. Oh man! I will tell you, that was one of the oh, hardest. 40, 000 it was yeah. forty thousand people. That was like that great, was like great playing. shooting backgrounds. And, oh huh? my god! It was like it was like the NCAA tournament. Yeah. that's what it yeah, felt yeah. like. Yeah. I mean they they have a loyal fan I'm base. Sure. They have a loyal fan I base mean. in Minnesota. Um, and it was it was that was forty thousand plus. At the Metrodome, and
3: that was one of the hardest places. Yes. The oh, I can imagine. Remember that pool? That was the second, that was the second largest crowd uh, behind the Celtics. I think we had, I, I want to say we had 52. Woo. 52 mm. against the Celtics. But you know, and I would and I'll say to people, during that time, Minnesota was very hot entertainment-wise. Yep. Prince. Janet was living there, doing this, doing our stuff with Flight Time with Terry Lewis and Jimmy Jam. Alexander O'Neill, Prince was just doing the Purple Rain and Cherry Moon stuff. And it was, it was, it was, Stacey, you know, that, that Minnesota's always been the hidden gem. Yes. That's what people don't oh, know.
2: it's really a hidden gem. There's some great, there's some great gems the down room. there. There's some great gems down there, boy. Oh, Lord. Oh, my goodness.
1: Original draft pick of the Minnesota Timberwolves. It was great visiting with Pooh Richardson. We're going to talk a little football and a whole lot more. So keep it right here. Episode 110 of Give Me the Hot Sauce. Rolls on. Back on episode 110 of Give Me the Hot Sauce by contractual obligation where you have to say something about the Bears. They're off this week, so they can't lose. But, you know, Justin Fields had a really good game individually until the end when they were desperate and he got picked off a couple of times late. But he completed 80% of his passes. He had that another thrilling long touchdown run. And Stacy, this guy we, we almost talk about every week, but it's it's worth it because he has become the it quarterback in the NFL. He's I saw I saw where he's
2: like in the top ten quarterbacks of the NFL. Yeah, which is uh, if you would have looked at the beginning of the year, he wouldn't have been nowhere in the rate running at all. Um, It just goes to show you again, like when he was out, when he missed the Jets game, you know, that tells you how important he is because just his his running ability and his ability to 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 keep the play alive uh, puts him on a different level. Um, The big thing for the Bears, again, um, is to get him some protection, get him a running game, get him get him some some better receivers. You know, Um, this is a franchise quarterback. And you don't want him to get out there every single year and feel like he's got to run for a thousand yards to even have them have a chance to win because his career is not going to be long. If you look at all the quarterbacks who come in there, they're athletic. I mean, look at Lamar Jackson. He he he's out you know four four weeks with a hurt knee trying to run. Um, You know Cam Newton's career you know cut short because of injuries. Uh, Robert, Robert Griffin, the third injuries, you know, this dude ran a four, three forty. Yeah, you know, yeah, his so, career was really short. Yeah. His career was really short. So you got to be careful. And if you're the bears, you're looking at this guy, not just as a runner, but as a franchise level quarterback that has the ability to run and stretch the play open, but he's actually a pocket passer, a guy that can stay in the pocket and throw. If he has time, he's only forced to run. You're forcing him to run because the offensive line is like, it's like, you know, you used to play sandlot football and you had to count before you get the quarterback, 1,001, 1,002. Well, uh, the defense ain't even counting. They just, (laughs) they just running
1: in. And, you know, it's like, oh, you know, everybody's coming at the same time and he's just got to run for his life. I know you're in Sacramento getting ready to do that game, which was an early start out there, but the Packers-Bears game, uh, the Bears are up 16 to 3. And I tweeted, it looks like there's a changing of the guard in the NFL's oldest rivalry. And of course, Aaron Rodgers Came back and got the last laugh, but Whispers, he didn't, Rodgers didn't play that great in that game.
0: No, no, not at all. But uh, did you see the next 16 to 3 game? The uh, Tampa Bay game? Yeah, yeah. The last Brady, four, Brady last with four two minutes. touchdown drives, yeah. The GOAT? Yeah. 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 I, well, no one feels sorry
2: for him. Hey. <laughs> hey. Just keep sleeping on Tom Brady if you want to. Well, they're okay. going to be in the playoffs. So listen, they, they're going to win division. Okay. Like, they're going like, to have a crappy record.
0: Did you, do you see the end of that game? He actually threw three touchdowns. One was pulled back. Yeah, for yeah. A penalty. Yeah. And
2: let me tell you something. And he was know, pulled back ten yards. I don't need you to touch me like that. Okay? <laughs> oh yeah. All you gotta do is say, hey, "Stacey, you see that play? The way you just touched me it was kind of creepy." Uh, I was a little excited okay? about okay? it because yeah. because
0: yeah. I needed him to do that to win yeah. my uh, fantasy football week.
2: <laughs> hey, thirty years you've never touched me like that. That felt kind of creepy. Okay, we, we've been Hold friends on. for thirty years, oh, he America. He that's easy. Hey, hey, come on now. It. it ain't that
1: type of party, baby. Hey, you keep your hands to yourself. We're gonna have oh, to call HR. We don't have HR. We're gonna have to call them. We'll get HR. Somebody. Oh, we got. We got.
2: We got. our our good
1: friend rich yeah yeah he says part of the hangover crew he is hr you know what he says when he comes in yes Yes. what's your effing
2: problem (laughs) listen listen america i don't know if you follow me on instagram or i I know y'all saw my little video my little heartfelt video of my friends you know rich crashed it rich no listen (laughs) so so today so today he's pink slipping him off whispers (laughs) Whispers comes in and goes hey uh rich is really touched that you added all the pictures I said, shit, I had no other choice. He was in every picture that we took. So I had to put him in. I had to put him in. Yeah, so he was in there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So so all the videos,
2: I had to put him in. So it looked like he was in the hangover crew. So I I made him an honorary member. But he
1: got us a nice cold drink for the show. That was nice.
2: Yeah, that's right. He only did that because he was in the video. He's working his his
1: way back. If he wasn't in the video, he would not have got us anything to drink. Hey, college football is down to the final four to decide the national champion. Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and Ohio State gets in in the back door after USC got routed by Utah in the Pac-12 championship game. And I know Stacey's a big Georgia fan now, right?
2: Yeah, I went to Georgia. <laughs> uh, I went to Georgia, America, with number one. Go Dawgs.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Stacey uh, almost got outed yesterday in our pre-production meeting. I was visiting my daughter up in Milwaukee. So we did a Zoom call, and he started running down Ohio State. Like, "What are they even in there? You know, they're not any good. They can get blown out by Georgia. And my daughter just happened to be on the other side of the room, and I had to bring her in, the proud graduate of the Ohio State University. And Stacey, uh, Stacy, smoothed
2: that over. There Let me tell you state. something. Let me tell you something. You trust certain people in this world. You <laughs> call them friends, and they backdoor you. They backdoor you. So I'm talking to Mark at the production yeah. meeting, thinking that Mark was somewhere else. I didn't know where Mark was at the time. I didn't know he was in Milwaukee. I told you I was driving up to Milwaukee. To I see didn't pay daughter. attention to you, Mark. Okay? <laughs> so, so Mark's in this high-rise, in this beautiful high-rise, that yeah. oversees the – the whole City the form, of Milwaukee. Man. It's really not a good view, but in, you know, but for that it's a good yeah, view. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's not Chicago view, but it's a no. good view for Brook. It's a very good view. so you can see everything, yeah. okay? So Mark started talking, you know, we're talking, I started talking trash about Ohio State cuz they shouldn't be there. Not the way they got beat at home well, who by else Michigan. What you going to put in there? Put Alabama in there. They got two losses. Alabama is better at two losses than Ohio State. You're selling Nick Saban. I'm telling you. I'm with Nick. (laughs) I'm with Nick. I'm with Slick Slick Nick, okay? Slick Nick's got a point. Two losses, you're out. No no, two loss teams ever been in. No, SEC compared to the Big Ten, two different conferences. They lost to Tennessee at Tennessee in overtime. That loss should have been a wash. Now, I'll give them the one loss because they didn't have their quarterback. But I will tell you this if you line up Ohio State right now, In Alabama right now, I guarantee you, Alabama beats Ohio State, just like Michigan manhandled them.
1: They never have taken a two-loss team since the college football playoff started. It doesn't matter, Mark.
2: It doesn't matter. I'm a professional analyst. analyst. I'm a professional (laughs) analyst. Okay? (laughs) Thank, Thank you, D. Way to throw that in there, boy. No, but listen, Ohio State, Ohio State, is, is a solid football team. Okay. But two teams from the, from the big 10 Michigan showed that Michigan has shown that they are the dominant team. Now they're going to Michigan going to be, you know, dominance ain't going to be too dominant next year or whenever USC and all the other teams come in, it's going to be interesting to see. And then Notre Dame, there's a possibility that Notre Dame might sneak in there too and be in the big 10.
1: Yeah, there's a possibility. No question. That could be a hell of
2: a conference.
1: Did, uh, did Caleb Williams lose the Heisman uh, after that game last Friday? Oh, America. Oh, how in the hell? Let me tell you they something. They got run out by Let me by tell Utah. you something. Their, their
2: defense absolutely sucks. Yeah, and, bad. And, and, it's they, really bad. and if they would have went to the, to the four, they, it didn't matter who they would have played. They would have got to ran out. Because yeah. their team is based off outscoring everybody. Right. But Utah took it personal. You know Utah heard all the trash talking, all you know this and that, and the the K to point you know putting his fingernails and all that stuff. You know f Utah, well buddy, they kicked your ass.
1: They sure did, and they beat him twice. Beat him twice. Yeah. The
2: first one was the first one was kind of like you you could say like yeah oh, right down the wire. That's kind of fluky, but there was no doubt that Utah was the better team. And until Lincoln Riley gets, I, I guarantee you, he's a hell of a recruiter. He's gonna go out and get a defense. He's gonna get some five stars. But hey. I'm gonna tell you something right now. Don't sleep on my boy Deion Sanders. Now,
1: there you go, Colorado. Oh,
2: no, Coach Prime is gonna turn Colorado <laughs> around. He, hey, listen, you get all
1: of, the recruits. There's
2: a lot of people who are mad that he left Jackson State and not for the right reasons. Okay, this guy should have been the coach of Florida State, but he did. Florida State passed on him because he didn't have experience. Yeah. So the only team that would hire him was you know FBCU school. So. He went there and Jackson State won. They're undefeated this year. They're going to a bowl game. They're going to probably end up undefeated. Now he goes to Colorado. Colorado's a a program that's been down for like the last 10 years. They're in the Pac-12. They've been struggling. Now he's got resources. He's got legitimate boosters. He's got a lot of different things, the facilities. And he recruits people just off his name. Yeah. Because when you – I'll tell you the one thing he does that no other coach is doing – he documents everything he does. Everything's on social media. Everything's on social media. And all these kids are on social media. So if you're a cottage coach out there, you need to be watching Deion Sanders because Deion Sanders is recruiting through social media. And all these kids, kids are getting into the portal. They're, I mean, they're piling in the portal to get to Colorado. They had 200 uh, calls to come to Colorado from different players. And a lot of them were five-star guys leaving programs. So he is going to turn that program. might not be the first year. But give him
1: three years, Colorado's going to be a player in the Pac-12. How about his speech to the returning players? He had a camera hey. crew there. He says, "All you guys better get in that transfer yeah. portal because I'm bringing yeah. my own luggage. I'm bringing my own luggage, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Including I'm, his son playing quarterback, I'm gonna right? Tell,
2: I'm going to tell you, man. Listen, like that sh- that puts some people on
1: notice. Oh yeah, you know. So those if you're, kids if, look shell shocked. They're you, looking yeah, at my oh my god. Yeah,
2: if you're at Colorado and you're a returning player there, I mean, you know, they update the resume. Yeah, you, that, yeah. Uh, but but tape but, but but you know what? too, Mark, if you're a player that wants to win, yeah. if you're a Player that that's going to take that as a challenge. You're like, I'm going to show him I can play. I'm going to show him that I'm a, I'm I'm one of the guys. There's going to be some guys that do that. There's going to be some guys that are going to be intimidated and say, No, I can't play here. You know, I mean, I wasn't even playing on this team, so I'm not, definitely not going to play this team. So, <laughs> excuse me, can you tell me where the portal is? Um, oh, it's down yeah. the hall to the right. It's right down, yeah, right right there. yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So don't let be, the door in the way. There'll out. be some of those guys going, yeah. but what would have happened? If all those guys would have all walked out, like all I think there were seen,
1: he'd have been fine with it.
2: Man, he would have had a hard time. He'd have had a hard time building a program. Yeah. Cause you can't lose 40 50 yeah. people. Yeah. And then all of a sudden now you don't let's say let's say he brings twelve people from Jackson State. Okay, yeah. because he's gonna bring his son, both his boys. He's gonna bring the stud receiver, uh Travis Hunter, who's a five-star receiver that came that that you know left Alabama and all these top schools to come play for him. Uh he's got a couple other five-star guys that are playing at Jackson State, they're gonna probably come too. So he's not gonna have a team to full of roster. If all those guys would have said, you know what, Coach Prime, we don't like your attitude. We're leaving.
1: Well, they were one and eleven. He says, Look, good riddance. I can't use you anyway. He
2: came on strong though, Mark. Yeah. That's the only thing I would have said is like, you know. Like you, you go in there with your, you know, an idea we're gonna change the mentality, yeah. we're gonna change the culture, we're gonna get back to winning, we're gonna make and you this. You say
1: something like if you guys want to win and work hard, yes. then I can yes. use you.
2: I can yes. use you. If you yeah. don't want to work hard and you yeah. want to come here and cut corners, then I, I advise you to get in the portal. Mm-hmm. But the way he came off was like, all y'all need to yeah, get in the portal. Go. All y'all suck, <laughs> get in the portal. And I was just like, Well, that's that's
1: that's yeah. pretty deep. That was pretty that's tough. That's
2: pretty tough, man.
1: Whew. Hey, whispers, tell the good folks about uh our friends at Angel Water. All righty. It's it's snappy. Water, the water he does drink now. at all. It's happy time for a stage. Hey, our our <laughs> new partners are monitoring your reads, so, yeah, right. so sell this, all right?
0: That is why we only drink Angel Water here in the Hot Sauce Studios. Stay hydrated all year long with water you can trust. Get a free water test today from Angel Water. Call 847-382-7800 to get your water tested for free today. That is 382-7800.
2: <laughs>
0: Ask for Andy. <laughs> As for Chief Little Legs, <laughs> we'll take care see, of it. For see now he did it. Yeah, Andy, oh, it was Andy, us. I know oh. Andy's listening. Yeah, so yeah, I got
2: I got thrown under the bus last eye. time when Andy came here. Yeah, it was all. Oh, Stacy didn't want to Chief Little Legs. America, America I, do, do, I do call him Chief LeLegs, La <laughs> but not all the time. You've not created all the time. a culture here. Not all the time. No. Disco Danny Terry over here. Staying alive. Staying alive. He's the one that said it. Chief Liggs. he's the one that said it. Just like Whisper. A couple oh. of quick
1: thoughts on the baseball winter meetings that just wrapped up. Aaron Judge gets a huge deal to stay Ooh. with the New York Yankees. Nine years, $360 million. Ooh. The uh, bidding war for the shortstops went crazy. Trey Turner getting $300 million to go to the Phillies. Uh Xander bogart has got 285 million, I think, to go Ooh. to change teams. So now people are what wondering where's Carlos Correa gonna wind up? Uh our buddy Carlos is looking for like 350 million. The Cubs are in the bidding war. I think they'll land him, Stacey.
2: If they want to start turning their program around, yeah, so, they so
1: what I read the other day
2: that uh the Ricketts told uh Hoyer that he can go out yeah. and spend as much money as needed to get make the team a contender. So that's good news if you're a Cub fan, because it just seemed like, you know. That they weren't going in that direction when they let all their star players just you know go to different teams or whatever, Uh, so that's a good thing to to um, to hear. Uh, I tell you what, you know, the one that's really surprised me is Wilson uh, Contreras going going to the the rival Cardinals. That That hurt. That That stung. That stung. That that had to be personal.
1: Oh yeah, that had to be personal. Where can I hurt them the most? I go to St. Louis. That had to be personal
2: because like that that is a bitter rivalry of the Cubs.
1: Yeah. For him to sign, what is it eighty seven? Five years, eighty seven million. And a half.
2: I thought the Cubs (laughs) Cubs didn't want him for
1: five years, though. That was the problem. Man,
2: I just thought, you know, I thought they would find a way. Like, that that kid, he's a good catcher. He's one of the top catchers in the game. And
1: it's just amazing they let him walk. They don't like him defensively, though. They feel like he's not in the top half of catchers. Well, obviously, he's a 10
0: year All Star and was the starter of the
1: National League this past year. But that's all based on offense, though. Well, let me tell you something. Oh, yeah, he
0: does
2: have a
1: silver. uh, St. Louis liked him.
2: St. Louis liked him.
1: Yeah, he retired and he's going to take over. Yeah, they liked
2: him. So obviously his defense was not a concern for St. Louis. And
1: as we're looking at the graphic on YouTube here, that does not look right to see Wilson Contreras wearing the Cardinal uniform.
2: No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's like watching Michael Jordan with the with the Oh, Wizards. yeah, that, oh, that was horrible. Just, oh, that was terrible. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> Scotty in Portland. Oh, oh, Lord. Will Perdue in San Antonio. Oh, it's, just, <laughs> it's just not here. Stacey King in Minnesota. It just, yeah. didn't, it just <laughs> doesn't rain. BJ Golden State. It just doesn't, it doesn't look good. Horace Grant in Orlando. Ah, oh, I can just go on and on. Oh, Lord, have mercy.
1: Hey, now that you're back home, you get a chance to catch up on some TV. Of course, you don't have your fire stick, but – uh, what are you watching? Do you have any you recommendations stay. for the folks at home?
0: <laughs> Don't go there. Hey. Remember, Mark, we, we, Mark, got, we, got, we got partners to take care <laughs> of. Okay, right? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm
2: sorry, America. I'm sorry. Welcome, Odyssey. I thought so you were watching I thought you watching the Tulsa King. <laughs> oh, hey, I watched that show. what did you watched, think of it? I, I, I love it. it. I thought it was good. Yeah. I saw the first episode, you know, but it, it's. just it, I like Sly. but but his 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 accent it just kills me it's sometimes. It's always the yeah. same. It's always the same in every uh, movie. <laughs> I'm like, okay, God, I know what like <laughs> <through me. laughs> <laughs> I'm a <laughs> capital, too. Hey. <laughs> yeah, look at that. So that that's that's pretty good. That's whispers yeah, right there. OK, yeah. mine. Go to mine, boys. It's an old fan favorite. OK, good. Oh, the Walking Dead. OK, so America. Don't talk about me like that. OK, yeah, that's right. OK, so America. <laughs> I've always been a fan of the Walking Dead. I stopped working. I stopped watching it, honestly, when Rick blew up the bridge and then he got put, uh, teleported on a helicopter. I stopped watching it Um. That's a big mistake. So I never saw season ten, and now I think it's season eleven. There's eleven seasons, so this is the last season of it. They're having some spinoffs with Daryl. So I got a chance to watch the whispers. So I think of Tim every time I see yeah. the whispers. The whispers are able to walk amongst the dead, and they they had so so like so like the the good guys don't know who they are. So when you see a mob of zombies coming. These whisperers are in the with the zombies, and and the zombies <laughs> never bite them. They just. They
1: just It'd be yeah. funny if one of them talked like Christopher Walken with The
2: Walking nah. Dead. <laughs> oh, hey, listen, hey, listen. We he would not last in The Walking just Dead. Just like whispers. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, because the first thing I was talking to my driver Mike today, because I yeah. told Mike I said, you know, I was looking to get a house in Elmhurst, and I said the only thing that that kept me from getting the house in Elmhurst it was right across the street from a from a cemetery. Yeah, and I was like, it just kind of creepy. me Walking Dead. And then so Mike says. Oh, I would have liked that. There ain't nobody going to bother you in the cemetery. I'm like, okay, so, but if we have a zombie uh, apocalypse, you know, what what's going to happen then? They all just, they're going to come right to my house. And he's like, I said, you, you know, what do you, what would you do? Oh, there's no such thing in zombie apocalypse. I said, so at least I know, Mike, if something. if some zombies come, come, from watching Walking Dead, I would know that you have to stab him in the head. See, Mike would try to stab him in the body, and they'd bite his face off. See, but I watching Walking Dead, you know you gotta kill him and you gotta hit him in the head. You gotta stab in the head in their little brain, the little mush brain, stab in the head. But see, people who don't watch The Walking Dead, when the zombie apocalypse come and you try to punch and you're trying to stab them and beat them with a bat, and they they and they start biting your face off, you're gonna say, Man, I should have watched Walking Dead. I'm a you professional valuable lessons. valuable
1: lessons. Protect yourself. <laughs> Since you mentioned Mike, well, why don't you tell the folks how they can get the expert service at Windy City Limousine? Oh,
2: okay. All right. Hold on.
1: It's in there <laughs> somewhere. somewhere.
2: In. We got like a hundred papers here. Oh, I know. It's like, <laughs> oh, this is What is this? Like a page seven? Oh, here we go. America. Windy City Limousine provides championship service. You listen to the sexy voice of Stacey King, by the way. Making a reservation oh. is so easy. It's a slam. <laughs> that sound creepy. Don't do that again. Oh, I will. Let Windy City <laughs> break the full court pressure and traffic and get you to your destination in style and on time. Oh. Contact. Okay, this is getting kind of creepy. Contact us at 847 916 9300 or go to Windy City Limos. Very com nice. and as for Mike Amarok, he's the best driver out there. The guy is awesome. He's my personal driver. I don't know what I would do without this guy. He stopped at a taco place, cilantros today, nice, and he was gonna buy me some tacos. I asked him did they have shrimp tacos, and uh, that location he went to didn't have shrimp tacos, but he was gonna give me some tacos. He always he always offers to give me some like rotisserie chicken. <laughs> he's always he's always taking care of me. So That's shout the personalized out to service. Way personalized, to go, Mike. Way to go, Mike. That's my guy.
0: Hey, uh, did you guys happen to check out uh, Tom Brady's new girlfriend?
2: No. I Tom Brady's see. new girlfriend?
0: Showed up at the game the other night.
2: Wait a minute. Did he just get a divorce? Uh, uh, yeah. He's a free agent. You're not the only free agent. Hey, let me tell Sometimes you Sometimes
0: when you're a free man, you have options. You That's know what her? I mean?
2: Okay, let me just say some, America. She's a gorgeous girl, okay? You don't have better but, picks but, than that? But, hey, but, crew. I'm a professional no better analyst. analyst. Hey.
0: Help a, help a guy out.
2: Let me tell you something. Oh, there we go. Let me tell you some, America. <laughs> I don't want to be, I'm not TMZ and I don't want to start a rumor, but this is way too soon. Okay. This is way too soon. Is it? Seriously. This is, this is telling me that this was, this was uh, Tom. I love you. Okay. You're throwing some footballs around buddy. Cause this is, this is too soon. I, did you see the picture? of his that wife?
0: Finish that game, bro. See, no, no,
2: no. Did you see, <laughs> did you see the picture? They have a picture of Antonio Brown in uh, and it looks like his ex-wife in the picture. Oh no! Oh, dude, it was. Oh man, come it's
1: on. like Michael Jordan's kid with Scottie's oh, oh, ex-wife. Yeah, that's
2: terrible. i no. will tell you, listen, man. Oh, America, <laughs> <laughs> what's going out. <on>, Stacy's <laughs> reeling. What, what Relationships, what, what is, man. What is, what is going on, man? Yeah. I mean, seriously, like you know that 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 doesn't even seem right. No, it okay? doesn't seem. right. It doesn't seem right. Okay, and, and and America, listen. Hey, to each his own. Whatever you feel you need to make yourself happy, or whatever you need to do to make yourself feel good, there's a lot of different ways you can do that.
0: Okay, hey, if you lose Giselle and what four or five hundred million in a week, it's a good rebound.
2: No, nah, I'm telling you right now, I I ain't gonna lie. I'd have held on to
1: Giselle. Be like, she'd been like, hey, oh, I, need you, I need
2: you to go wash the dishes. All right, I'm gonna do it right now, honey. I need you to go pick up the kids. I'm gonna go do it right now, honey. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disrupt that Apple cart, bro. You're crazy. She's a billionaire. Look, there it is right there. Oh, no. There's a photo.
0: Oh no.
1: Oh no. No. You guys are crashing. Stacy King's relationship advice. Hey, hey, listen. All I'm gonna tell
2: you is America. Listen, I'm a relationship guy. Right now I'm in a lot of relationships. I'm just playing. I'm just playing, I'm just playing America. I'm, Professional. I'm just playing America. I'm a, I'm a single man right now. I'm just I'm enjoying life, man. I'm enjoying life in my apple cider.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey, we're talking about, we're talking about what we're watching this weekend. I'll be watching a lot of basketball, windy city bulls, basketball, and now arena will Purdue is going to join me. We're going to do a couple of games this weekend, Friday and Saturday. So they're, they're doing a good job off to a nice start this season. So that's where I'll be. If you're at now arena, come down to the scores table, say hi to me and big will. And if you got Will's rookie card, he'll buy it from you for 25 grand. No, so, so if, you got, bring hey, it. if you got,
2: if you got Will's rookie card, just give it to him. He's not going to pay you anything. He got, he got, no, nah, we we got a little T Rex <laughs> on. He ain't giving you nothing. Got a little pterodactyl. No, little, 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 no,
1: nah, nah, you ain't getting nothing for it. Yeah, Dalen Terry is expected to play for Windy City this weekend. So we'll get a look at the, the Rook against some uh, G League competition. They're playing the Fort Wayne Mad Ants and they're going to come in madder than Ants. Fort Wayne, Wayne Mad Ants. That,
2: that was one of their original CBA teams. Oh, was that right? That was one yeah. of the original. They just changed the name. It used to be uh, Steel uh, Fort City Wayne or something. something.
1: How uh, was that bus ride to Fort Wayne? You know, I don't.
2: I I ain't gonna lie, America. I love coaching, but those bus rides in certain places were not fun. Like going to Yakima. Yeah. Oh. Like I didn't even know there was a Yakima. I yeah. didn't know Yakima sound like, you know, like you're sick. I'm mean, I got Yakima. You didn't,
1: you didn't take a bus from Rockford to No, Yakima. we no, no.
2: We flew we flew to Seattle and we bust up to okay. Yakima. All right. And then you had to go through like like the mountains and stuff to get to Yakima. And it's always yeah. snowing. And the bus had the little chains on the wheel, which in like a couple of times it felt like we were gonna slide off the cliff. <laughs> I'm just like and then and then you get in those little bitty planes, those little prop yeah. dusters, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Oh. Bamba. I love coaching. <laughs> I love coaching America back in the day. I learned a lot coaching. It's helped my broadcasting. Broadcasting's career, okay? a lot better, yeah. It's helped my broadcasting <laughs> career. But some of the things I mean, being in the CBA, you don't have all the the coaches, you don't have all the training staff. You don't have to, I mean, there's been times I had to tape ankles. And I'm yeah. surprised some guys' ankles didn't break because I sure in the hell didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> but I learned. I'm like, sh- 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 I'm learning. I just yeah. thought about Chip Schaefer. Okay, he took this tape here, went to yeah. are My toes Try purple to remember, stays. Yeah, yeah I, had, I, I had some guys talking about their feet was hurting. I'm like, hey, yeah. man, I'm sorry. This is CBA. Yeah, You get what you pay for. Deal with it. You got nothing. You don't pay for anything. <laughs> That's what you get. Nothing. And you'll like it.
1: Hey, we'd like to thank our special guest this week, Poo Richardson. We enjoyed Poo. our conversation with him. And again, our, our big mama. News of the day, a brand new partnership with Odyssey 2400 Sports. You can always find us on the Odyssey app, and we're going to be uh, doing a lot of tie-ins with the score, 670 as well. So we're really excited about that, taking the show to a whole new level thanks to the talent and entertainment ability of one Stacy King. It's not a one-man show, America, okay? You know, just because, you know, like the Jackson
2: 5, Michael's out in front, he <laughs> did need the rest of the Jacksons, okay? So I'm out in front. I'm Michael. I got Tito to my right, and I got... I can't even meet Jermaine. Uh, I, you might at least no. Jermaine
1: could sing a little Yeah, wow. you, yeah you have more talent yeah. than Tito. Yeah, I, I can him. This is Tito over here.
2: I can hand him a, a tissue. This is Jermaine <laughs> right here, okay? Tito getting a tissue. And then we got Maddie, she's she's uh, Janet. Yeah. And then we got over here, these are like the Jackson kids. These yeah. are all the Jackson kids right here. They Look at right in that mean, cartoon show. They, they, they can't sing, yeah. but they're just there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So so this is a whole, this is a team effort, in America. Right. Maddie Ice is over there. You know, he grew his hair back. That's nice. I'm glad to see that. This this could not go on without everybody that works here. It's just not me. It's not Mark. It's not Tim. Um, you know, these kids behind the scene. It came from Harper College. We, uh, you know, we, we run into sweatshop here. Um, <laughs> you know, we just we just give them kids pizzas and concert tickets, you know. And uh, look at D right there. Yeah. D, you know, he's already asking for money. <laughs> sit your butt down. You get nothing. And you'll like it. But these guys, these guys are really taking the show to the next level. They helped us. These guys have helped us go from just being audio to, you know, the visual, the YouTube. We were on Twitch earlier. Um, awesome team. They they work their butts off. Um, you know, they're still in school and uh they make time to come every day, uh, every week to do this show. They're no, constantly working, they constantly work behind the scenes. And, you know, they we wouldn't, this show wouldn't be where it is without them and without you guys. And uh, like I said, you know, I'm Michael, I'm out front. <laughs> and uh the rest <laughs> of you guys, man, the rest of you Jacksons, I'm taking you with me to the top, baby. Jacksons, we're going to the top. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, uh, uh. And as uh, DeAnne Sanders always said, if you don't like it, the transfer portal is wide open. Yeah, Mark, don't run <laughs> off our people, okay, Mark?
2: Mark, <laughs> don't listen to Mark, guys. Don't listen to Mark. We ain't going nowhere without you, baby. Oh, there you nah. go, Francisco. <laughs> I need you to wear that tight shirt. That's it. That's your little thing. I need you to wear that tight T-shirt that you got in eighth grade gym class. I need you to start I'm wearing that again. You're starting to look too good now. I don't want you. to, they're looking, they're looking, they're they're right. to look at. this. look at. Look at. Look at. Look at.
0: Shadow they're box they're now. Look at. That's <laughs>
2: our crew right there. We we like to get our crew on here. At, so yeah I you retired those about. Um, about two jokes ago. Yo, you know yeah, what? I, two jokes you, you know ago. What? Hey, you know what, your mom told you to retire. Don't say, don't no, act no, like you no, did it. No. Your mom said, honey, that shirt's getting a little tight. It's getting a little tight. It's time to It's time to put it up. You want me to put it in the glass case? No, no, yeah, no. mommy. Okay, all right. I, I, I'm 19 now, so I'm an adult. So hey, listen, I, no, that, that, that's what you say. It. That's what you say, your mama don't say that. Don't act like you, I'm 19, I'm a man. He's I, in a glass got... case of emotion. Yeah, once, yeah, once, yeah, once I leave here, that... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right Once now. you leave here, you go down. I know what goes on in your house. All right, all right. So don't even try well, to act like you in. don't act like you all that. You clean your room. Oh lord, we've had, <laughs> we've had many Zoom calls with him on there. We he tried to blur out his room so we won't see how dirty his room is. Uh, yeah, he's a typical nineteen year old America. This is a sweatshop. <laughs> what?
1: Maddie is holding a sign that says wrap it up. I think that's a wonderful idea. Episode 110 of Give me the <laughs> Sauce is in the books. I'm Thank telling her so Mother Kim. I'm talking to her
2: mother Kim after this. Listening
1: show. and watching, we'll have a brand new episode next week. Stacy, you got some uh, advice for the folks on the way out. Keep showing up every week, American. That's right. <laughs> this is
2: the greatest podcast of all time. <laughs> and drive home safely. BB. <laughs> Did you not get the memo? Did
3: Assassin does it again. Big time players make big time plays. Give it